Hey, everybody. We got shirts. Your favorite coaster sucks on the Amazon store. Check it out. Absolutely right. We do. We got a bunch of colors available and the shirts are in two different designs. We got the classic golden ticket logo and our Rolly ride logo. We also got 10 different colors, man. Yeah. Like you're wearing a shirt right now, so you could always use more shirts. Add to the collection. Get in a lot of crazy shit. Wear it in line for your least favorite ride. Tell every Thuzi their favorite coaster sucks. Make a fanboy of the Fury 325 cry. Very easy to do, all by sporting a Your Favorite Coaster Sucks shirt. We also got sweatshirts available through Amazon. We are now shipping to Germany and UK. So if you are out there listening to us, you can get our shit there too. Buy a shirt. Man, this me today sucks. We've been waiting for what, like four hours? Ugh, why can't they run both trains? They've technically had like two seasons to get this ride up and running. It's not like RMC did anything new or groundbreaking for this coaster. We should have just sucked it up and rode in car three with that Thrills Unlimited group. I'm not waiting for this shit twice. If we don't get a last car ride, I don't want to live. So the last four trains were all media members. Are they forgetting how important the enthusiast community is? This is fucking ridiculous. Alright, I'm sending a tweet. Worst ERT ever. Hashtag RMC fail. Yeah, and do hashtag fuck Bush. And make sure you at Bush Gardens PR. Tension on the platform. We will continue standard loading next dispatch. Fucking finally. Holy shit, I can't wait. Move, I want the left seat. Uh, Uh, Fred Grubb just took the seat. What the fuck? What, why is he so important? It's like, he's not the media or something. Alright, new tweet. Fred Grubb just took my seat. Hashtag fuck RMC. At Bush Gardens PR. Yeah, and do hashtag burn it down. Okay, seriously, if we don't get on this sex train, I'm going to light a cigarette and turn this into another Goliath Twisted Colossus situation. <laughs> nah, Bush would appreciate the insurance money too much. Thanks, Obama. Alright, well, I don't see anyone else in the station, so I think we're going to be good. Dude, are they walking those guys to our row? Oh, fuck. Uh, looks like it. Well, is it somebody famous? Like Usher or Gary Busey? Nah, it looks like two gay dudes. Damn, that's disappointing. Oh, wait, it's, uh, it's Tim Tracker and Coaster Studios. Uh, and they're taking our row. Fuck. Do you still have those cigarettes on you? Alright, this is a fucking joke, right? Every other asshole with a DSLR camera had to wait in line. Uh, new tweet. At Coaster Studios... At Tim Tracker, cut us off. I demand an apology. At fuck YouTubers. At Bush Gardens PR. Do hashtag Bill Cosby. Man, fuck this. Let's just wait. Hashtag Bill Cosby. Yeah. Why? Because it associates Bill Cosby with the things we're upset at. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, well, let's just pick an empty room and get the hell out of here. How about we try just one more time, because this actually looks different than the other RMCs. 
Alright, is this it? Oh man, here we go. Oh, is that Alan fucking Shilky? Oh my god. Holy shit, that's cool as fuck. I wonder why he's walking over this way. And he just took our fucking seat. Alright, fuck this. Let's just get out of here and get hammered. Second. If you guys are actually leaving, I'm taking this row. Go ahead. I want to sniff Alan Shilky's seat. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I don't obey loose articles policies. I'm Ben, and I'm fatigued. I'm Jerry, and I'm feeling old. Holy moly, we got the one and only East Coaster General. Jerry Hawkins is here. What's good, Jerry? Uh, I don't know. Just about anything that'll get me outdoors right now. I think that sounds about right. I mean, I'm really jealous of anyone who has that ability near them because Chicago is not where it's at for that. Yeah, same thing here. It's all rain right now, but hoping. Well, definitely, um, I know plugs for Coaster Force, right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, everybody hopefully knows me from Coaster Force. They might not know Jerry, but like you said, they hopefully know he's Coaster General because I've been doing this a long time. And I appreciate everybody checking out all the stuff that we film. Yeah, man, definitely go check out Coaster Force. I mean, if you haven't seen Coaster Force and you're listening to this, I don't know what you're doing, but that is the center for all like POVs and on-ride footage. Ignore any other big channels on YouTube. Coaster Force is the one you want. Yeah, well, I hope so. But uh, also, don't don't forget, we uh, also do some pretty good coverage of IAPA if next time it happens, because that ain't around right now this year. And the other thing uh, that I really like is some of the uh, the interviews we get at those great media days that are also uh, long overdue. And uh, you guys are one of those rare um, examples of a YouTube channel that like really should be there on behalf of media um well uh, given kind of <laughs> the, the stature of where coaster force lies within like youtube yeah well that's what i'm saying it, it just depends you know i mean there's lots of media nowadays quote unquote so there's those that have been around a long time who some people don't think are quite like we are and i do appreciate them being around they've earned that so nobody they don't have to be the big players in youtube or anything to be the media and i'm not saying that but on the other hand sometimes you do wonder about who some of the people are (laughs) well that's what kind of drives me nuts about this community now is that like so many people think they that like maybe your casual fans think they can just like start a channel or an instagram and like use it to push their thing you know what i mean yeah, but yeah, it's 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 a hard situation because you don't know what is going to be the uh, the next new thing, you know. So you don't want to stifle anybody from doing anything that they do, even if it is new and they really don't know what's going on or what they're doing. I am um, on the other hand, it's like 
they got to get something going before they're taking over events. I don't agreed. Know. I feel like it's it's hard to say like paying dues, but I guess there's like something got to be similar where you have to like really earn your credibility. Yes, but if if how do you earn your credibility? That's the thing. So for me, I came along and I did my own thing. And then I managed to hook up with Coaster Force. So, you know, that's what happened. And then Scott, uh, he was doing, he's doing his own thing, but me and him have known each other for a long time. And now me and him have hooked up together. So now he's doing his stuff with Coaster Force. So, you know, which it, is fantastic, by the way, because we know we've known Scott for a long time. Yeah, he's fa- good people. Oh, but it, what his the stuff he does, you know, you, you, it's a certain I hopefully it's a certain quality now that you expect from Coaster Force. You know, we can't be putting out the shit we were putting out 10 years ago, of course, but we had to start somehow. So um, Scott is right there. You know, everything he does is, I think, better than what I do. Um I just do things differently than him, but, you know, I just try to put people in the front seat, which is what I think made Coaster Force what it was, is, whereas Scott will go for all the, you know, the fancy shots and all that kind of stuff. So, and, um, well, and well, I, Scott's I, on like a whole nother level just from any other like coaster photography or videography that I've really seen. Yeah, well, when it comes to to on-ride footage, I absolutely agree. But there's other guys out there that do great stuff too. Let's let's be, you know, honest about it. So. Oh, I'm not I'm not throwing shade at anybody no, else. No, no, I'm just I'm saying, just saying that, what uh, he's 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 definitely one of the best at what is that. That's why you know Tra- Travel Channel hired him and stuff. But um, the there's there's other guys who do other things. He's just I think he is the best at when it comes to on ride. You know he he really knows what he's doing. He has a good eye for it. He knows the cameras. He knows the mounts, the parks. He always passes every safety inspection. So just like I do. So that's the you know key things is doing that. Um, I just tend to try and make sure I capture the shot and get what I'm there to get. Scott sits there and he waits for that one golden moment, you know, because all of his stuff, he doesn't do that, you know, post-production. His stuff looks good because he captures it right whenever it's that golden hour when it's everything looks good, you know? So, yeah, he's, I guess he's very methodical with that. I mean, it's hilarious for someone who like acts so boisterous and stuff. He's like actually such like a knows the details of like cameras and coasters yep and 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 it was nothing like that when i first met him so 13 (laughs) 2013 yeah that was but i've known you guys four years longer than i've known him holy crap oh my goodness yeah uh we we're old whatever that's (laughs) That's what i said i'm feeling old at the beginning of the show (laughs) It is, yeah, that was uh, 11 years. I guess it doesn't feel like that long, though. 11 years isn't that long. No. Is it? If it was a lifetime of a coaster, we would we would be very young still, so. That's true. Yep. Yeah, we'd have thousands and thousands of cycles left still, so. Yep. Hopefully we. Fingers crossed that's the case. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um so you uh drinking anything tonight, Jerry? Yeah, I'm having uh Duvel. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. Fancy. I'm I'm a I'm a beer snob, so I hope that's okay with you guys. I didn't get no, to mention that. No, that's fine. Beforehand. You're gonna You're gonna get along well with Ben and absolutely hate me because I have 
PBR extra. Oh no, that's fine. That's great. What are you talking about? That's old. That's old school. <laughs> I haven't ben, had PBR since tonight? college days. Oh man. Um, well, I guess they've amped it up. It's six point five percent alcohol on this one. So, ooh wee. <laughs> so I was going to say, is that what makes it extra? I guess so. It's like it's in a black can, but still with the blue ribbon, and yeah. it's it very prominently says six point five percent alcohol. Yeah, well, uh, back in the day, that would have been called malt liquor. I mean, that's basically what this is. It's it's not very different from like Mickey's or you know Cobra King Cobra. Uh, I just looked on mine. It says eight point five percent alcohol. So I guess. Uh, Ooh. I didn't realize that's how much alcohol was in these things. I just know they taste great. <laughs> I mean, that's the most important thing. Yeah. The effect doesn't hurt, though. Yeah, no, I mean, we all enjoy a good buzz, but you got to enjoy the drink, the, the process of getting there. Well, I was going to have a Van de Ginste, because that was a 9.5, I was thinking. But then I uh, remembered that uh, that thing, I can only sip that. It's so sour. <laughs> I wanted something I could actually drink with you guys, not something I'd be sitting here sipping. Fair, fair. Well, uh, definitely a, a classier choice than I made. What, ben, what do you got tonight? I'm just on tap water, still doing that move. Well, that I, makes I, sense. You're, if you're listening to the episodes, it sounds like I've been moving for four weeks, but it's only been two days. Yeah, we record all funky, so it'll probably sound like you've been in the process of moving for like months by the time everything gets <laughs> released. Yeah, but two more days, so... I just got to get this shit done. Totally. Well, you're in the home stretch now, so hang in there, buddy, and you're back to Denver. Yep. Thank God. Yep. Yeah, and I'm going to Cedar Point this weekend. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Really? What kind of hours and stuff they have there now? Isn't it like... Oh, no, I guess they've opened it okay since it's only on the weekends, right? Yeah, it's only Saturday and Sunday, and I guess it's 12 to 8. Yeah. So, but we had... Fastlane Plus passes. Okay. And I guess they aren't selling them, so if you have them, they're very useful. Yeah, I guess so, because I know that the guys all went from uh, Coaster Forest and about um, three weeks ago, I would say, and they spent two days there, and they rode seven rides. So, oh, wow. Oof. Yeah. Well, the the whole idea of the trip was more so we saw that breakers had a really good deal. It was like buy one, get one free on the nights. Mm-hmm. So we both wanted to just get out of Chicago. Yeah, so boy. we're pretty much treating it as a trip to Sandusky and Cedar Point is kind of just a bonus. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, how many parks do you get out to this year? So any chance you get to go, you might as well go. Exactly. And this is the last chance, you know, in this area. So might as well just go ahead and try it. Everything's a calculated risk at this point, so. Yep. As long as you guys watch yourselves, you should be okay. I, I didn't have any issues with anywhere I've been, and they were not acting responsible at a lot of the parks, but I was, so. Yeah, really, well, like, my issue with parks that I've experienced this summer has been in the queue lines, where nobody's practicing, like, the the distancing in line, and then you're just standing there for two hours. Yeah, well, that's, that's the uh, one thing that I've seen. 
Yeah, you need to go to Lagoon. <laughs> they, oh, they're they, doing it well? Uh, they have the line. Well, I was about ready to make a bad comment, but, you know, the line police. It's not police. It's the, you know, they, the employees are walking through the lines, making sure people keep their masks on and you're keeping, you know, the distance at the markers, which, you know, they have two people that down at the, uh, you know, doing this one at the gate where people are coming in, you know, where you measure you for height or whatever and that kind of thing. And they're just making sure everybody's entering with the mask on. And then they have one walking through the queue line because a lot of people put the mask down, you know, below their nose and things like that. And they make the make them put their mask back up and make them stay, you know, six feet apart. And they're, they're nice about it. It's not like they're, you know, you know, cause they're, they're treating the guests well, but they are making sure that they do it. But that's the only park where I saw them doing that, I have to admit, out of all the parks I went to. Honestly, I feel like, you know, you really can't take too many precautions. So it's good to see them doing stuff like that, even if it's just there. Yeah, but like I said, it it, it took an extra employee. How many parks can, you know, bring in an extra employee, you know, so... Well, that's true. I mean, I know staffing has kind of been yeah, and an I'm, issue and I'm talking a lot about of every, And you're going to have to do that on every queue line where people build up, you know. So think about how many major rides that are at certain parks, you know. Not even Universal or any or Disney does that, you know. They all just rely on people to keep socially distant, you know. So And even at, I was at Hershey, I thought there were, it would have been a little, you know, more social distancing than it was since that's so close to me. But even there, it was it wasn't as carefree as the Midwest. And sorry, you guys, I know you're both out that way. But whenever I traveled all, all the way out to I traveled out to Utah and back, going to parks, and nowhere did it seem like anybody cared that that much, except for like I said in Utah where they were actually enforcing it. So I don't. Yeah, know it seems you- like on the West Coast in general. I feel like I, I see a lot more enforcement here than I did in like um, yeah. Wisconsin or where else, like Nevada, even. Yeah, but in, in California, you can't the cat parks can't even open, so it doesn't get any harder yeah. enforcement than that. So yeah, it's kind of been like that here in Chicago. Like Great America hasn't opened this year, and we just got new restrictions where you know every non-essential business has to close at ten. Yeah, well, that, yeah. yeah, well, now we've got this resurgence, but the, the resurgence isn't going to affect the park so much now. It just depends on what happens now afterwards, I think. But I mean, obviously, the whole industry is going to be feeling the effects of this for years to come. None more so than the manufacturers. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, they they were already relying more so on China and a little bit other Asian countries and a little bit of Europe more so than America for their revenues and this is worldwide so that's true but also like i said the parks are at least making do doing something that they can but manufacturers there's nothing they can do nothing because all they can do is sell to parks who are you know laying people off and having reduced hours and just getting by but the manufacturers at some point they can't get by they're they're just there's no income you know they're the worst so, Ugh. well, yeah, we're we're sending sending out positive vibes oh. to everybody in the industry. Yes, definitely. I do do want to say that, you know, that's that's one of my biggest regrets this year is of course not being able to see all the people from the industry that you normally see and you know everybody doing so well like they have been now for the past years. 
because it was pretty bleak for a while there too, you know, before, but nothing like mm -hmm. this. You know, it wasn't that long ago. I remember at IAPA when things were scaled down, and you know, the, the you know people were lucky to be able to sell one ride, if if any, you know, and then things picked up and everybody was buying and selling and you know it was great again so and then now this happened so it, it it'll turn around i mean last recession that was in 08 09 part of 2010 like that was even pretty dramatic for parks and well i think in 2009 the u.s only got nine new roller coasters or something yeah that that changed how like six flags did business period yeah well that's that that's that's all that's also a thing you know everything is changes over time you know chicks six flags has had to change their structure and how they do things and of course cedar point also i get well not cedar point but cedar fair they continued to do what made them successful and until now and that's been working and then uh the sea world has had to do a whole remodel of, of what would be successful for them. And they just started going on it. So we'll have to see how that works out now that this has come in. You know, it has it that that's the one park I worry about the most because they were just getting to the point where it was becoming a real enthusiast park to go to now, you know, because that's the direction they were going or they were forced to go, let's say that. And uh, direction that none of us mind, I don't think, right? No, but I also don't see at this point a good future for seas as a company. Like, I feel like all the parks are totally safe because somebody else will buy them. You know, mm -hmm. they're all successful, but the, the whole corporate structure for seas where their idea has been, Oh, let's just buy every roller coaster we can. I mean, p part of the problem was timing and not on their fault at all you know yeah. obviously launching the strategy of hey let's buy like eight brand new roller coasters for 2020 Ooh, <laughs> yeah but you gotta you gotta think about the situation they were in you know they have to ch fundamentally change the image of their part fundamentally oh yeah no i i know that th that was definitely like a calculated decision yeah but like, but they couldn't see, foresee this coming. You know what I'm saying? So. Right, right. Well, I think my prediction is also partially based on the fact that they have been for the past couple years flipping through CEOs on like a every six month basis. Yeah, well, like I said, with what they've been dealing with, you know, so, but I, overall, I don't think it's been that bad if you look at the structure below there. So. You know, the parks management and the designers and things like that, they've been pretty steady, the same people working their way up through the ranks at SeaWorld, which has always been the case with that company, which is something I like about them. And I like how they're very hands-on with the design of the coasters because, yes, they wanted to, you know, they put in a damn, you know, Skyrocket 2, like, you know, so many other companies. But in Orlando, at least, they allowed, uh, you know, Brian to step in and he took the damn thing and laid it out flat, you know, and said, look at here for the same cost, we can build this and have something different than everybody else. And they des design work with him to do icebreaker and whether the parks do that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. There's only so many, you know, Bush Gardens, SeaWorld, these parks. You're not going to get that out of a Six Flags park. You know, and maybe not out of a Cedar Fair Park for that matter, you know? 
Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, SeaWorld definitely has a unique experience with their parks. And I do think that their strategy of like focusing on thrill rides and laying back on the animal experiences and stuff like that's a good strategy overall. And I'm hoping that they're able to pull it off and, you know, able to make it through the next two to three years and see what happens on the other side. Yeah. It's just like, it's really hard to see, see it happening. But also uh, a year ago, I could not have predicted 2020 by any means. So <laughs> yes, exactly. So what do you see happening now? You know, it's like, can, can, can we know, make an educated guess at this point? Or is things still too open in the I do know I've been paying air? my season pass bill to see to SeaWorld, despite the fact that I have not been able to visit any this year as intended. So they've, they've at least got m- my money, you know. <laughs> they have mine too. So, but I, they don't have as much though, do they? Didn't they give, everybody gave money back, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be good until, you know, depending on what bar- park you got it from, it's good for however the cl- for however long the closure was. Yeah, well, I, I minus Bush, you know? Bush Gardens in Virginia, so I'm down for however long the whole year. Right? Oh, you're yeah, you're good for a while then. <laughs> yes, because they haven't been able to open at all. They're like the California parks. So poor guys. Mine's from Texas, which is great for the price, but they also only closed for like two months, so I don't have much extra out of mine. Yeah, well, I got my own one, my, one of my only new creds this year in Texas, so yay. Did you get on Stingray? Yeah, I went in February. They opened the damn thing in February, so we were good to go, right? Yeah, we did too. We had a meetup there. When were you there? Uh, For the media day, of course. Oh, okay. So you must have been there like right before us because we were there um, day after it opened to the public. Yeah, yeah. I was there the day before it opened to the public, I guess. But uh, Oh, damn. We must have just missed you because we were at Fiesta, Texas, and uh, we hit up ZDTs and Kima. Yeah, so you got everything in beforehand, huh? That's good. I was glad, and yeah, because we were there just like same time as you. That was right before everything closed down. Yep, exactly. That was when like the pandemic was still kind of a joke. When like we were in line, you know, like to accidentally touch the handrail and like making a joke about it, and then yeah, like a week later, it got real. Yeah, I I I was going I'm trying to remember. I know there I remember wondering about what it was going to be like going to, you know, the the airport and things like that, but then I went there and everything was normal, so I was like, "Oh, okay, great. No big deal." Cuz that's how early in the infancy it was. It was like the airports and everything where everything was still normal. So, I flew there normally, flew back normally. But I do remember wondering what it was going to be like, what kind of changes there were, and there wasn't really anything yet. Everything happened yeah, right, right after that. Yeah, flying really hasn't even changed that much. I flew like a, four weeks ago, and obvious, other than like the planes being less crowded, um, everything seems kind of the same. Yeah, well, that's cool. I've just driven everywhere this year. I've let Scott do all the flying. Yeah, I haven't flown this year, although I did get a massive road trip out to Vegas, which was fun. Yeah, well, that sounds like fun. Sounds like better stuff than we've been talking about so far. So, Yeah, no, I, I got married in July. We got married on the uh, coaster at New York, New York. Oh, really? Ouch. 
Uh, uh, no, it, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I just remember it being awful. <laughs> but yeah, no, getting married's great. Don't get me wrong, but just the coaster itself. Yeah, no, and I mean, also, we survived, so I'm sure it's only <laughs> you, you can't go anywhere <laughs> down like, from there. I was going to say the roughest point in your marriage was when you when you got married. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, we drove out from Chicago, so that was quite a haul. But it was it was a nice trip. Yeah, we ended up hitting um Glenwood Cavern or Glenwood Caverns on the way back, and that park was so cool. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been back out since they uh, built the 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 drop, the mine shaft drop. So I need to get back out there for that. Oh yeah, that ride is crazy. But I've been on everything else. Those chair swings would would by were by far the scariest ride I think I've ever been on. Oh, yeah, I guess. I just was enjoying it so much. I was just like, man, this is such so cool. It was I didn't think about it being scary really cuz it's just that when you're when you're over the edge and you look and you down, know you only have that tiny little bar, it's just like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> I guess, but it, to me it's a big old hunk of steel, you know, so I'm not really worried about it. much, you know, if you're that's what the thing is with people getting scared on like the world tallest star flyer down in Orlando, I can understand that because it's just these chains. So yeah, and that's what they have with the small one there that goes out over the edge. Just on those chains. So that I thought was a little more. more yeah, that's the one creepier. I'm talking about. Not like the, the screaming oh. swing, but the actual oh, like the you, chair swing. I the screaming swing. Okay. No, the screaming swing. Oh, for no, me that was one was best. fun. Yeah, that was fun. And the view was that good. Was the There's good air time. That was the best ride there for me, I thought. Yeah. So. But yeah, those chair swings, the ones that are up that hill from there. Yes, right. Are yeah. just, just go. the scariest fucking ride I've ever been on. Because you're yeah, over was... the edge like three quarters of the time, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Also, I was riding it with uh, one of their PR people, so you know we were just talking the whole time. So I wasn't really paying as much attention, maybe as you were. <laughs> it's different oh, when you're just yeah, looking no. right across at the person next to you, and you're just talking back and forth as the chairs are going around. <laughs> So I, wasn't, well, I was fine at first, but then I noticed my wife was, her eyes were closed and she's like clenching my hand and I'm like, you all right? And she's just like, I just looked over there and that's when I looked and that's what did me in. Oh yeah. Fell for that stupid trap. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Cause how can you not? It's like the scariest one though, is I still think is the damn thing on top of the, uh, in Vegas, since you were talking about Vegas. You did go to the top of the tower, the, uh, what is it? I haven't done that one yet. I need oh, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I have not done the bungee jump or whatever you want to call that thing. No, but that other one where the, that looks crazy. But I think the one that, the one that's, the one that's around, like, and then you tilt, that one looks you a tilt little down wild, at the but... ground and you're look staring straight at the ground as you're spinning around with nothing underneath it. That was the one that got to me. The one that looks like it would freak me out is the one where you like go over the edge of the track. Yeah, the the, the one that the track breaks, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But me and Nate, my son, we, we went on that. Uh, I think the same trip that uh, we saw you guys all those years ago, because that's when that thing was like new, wasn't it? So that's when we went. Yeah, 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 sounds about right. Yeah, so we went on. We went on that trip on the after we saw you in California. We stopped in Vegas on the way back. And we went on that and it's cool. And we got the front seat, which was really great because, you know, nothing like being in the front seat for something like that. But 
And I think that was it scared Aiden the most, but that other one scared me the most, that one with the seats where you just spin, you know, because you're spinning around normally. And then the next thing, you know, that thing, all the seats lift up and you're facing down at the ground because you never see down on the ground on the other one. It just breaks and you feel like you're going to drop down and you can and it tilts like at an angle. But the other one, you just face straight down. So it's just like, huh, I'm going to have to do them like I I want to go back to Vegas. I'm surprised you didn't do them. You did the worst coaster out around, but you didn't do those. Okay. Losing my faith in you, bud. I, I just, like, the thing was, when I went there before, you know, they didn't have a coaster, so it lost the appeal. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I wanted to ride the coaster, but from what I've heard, it wasn't worth riding anyway, so. Nah, I definitely heard it sucked, but, like, you know, hey, at least it's a credit. <laughs> no. I think it was technically like the highest coaster, not the tallest, but you know, highest elevate whatever. Yes, right. There, so it did have a record. noteworthy. Yes, right. But so, so is the one at uh, what you call it? We were just talking about the caverns. Oh, right. Yeah, they have that coaster up. That was closed the day I was there, but I didn't even care because like. Every ride they have there is just awesome. Yeah. Well, then, except for the coaster. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, it's not like that coaster is going to be particularly good. I think no, it's but like it, one but of those... it's the tallest coaster in the world, right? So you want to ride it. So there, you go. <laughs> their Alpine coaster was great there. Well, the thing I love about their Alpine coaster is you get to ride straight down from out of the station. You don't have to mm-hmm. sit there and be in the damn thing for five minutes waiting to get to the top, you know? So, oh, yeah, yeah. And I like the lift hill at the end because it's like if the seats were a little more comfortable, it would be like relaxing. Yes. But, and you get to look at, at all the nice surroundings, of course. You're in the middle of the Rockies. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that, I, just, that was I a... just like the fact that you do it after the ride instead of before the ride. That's all. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I even. The Duluth one is like the one in Duluth, Minnesota is like that too. You start at the top and go down, and then the lift is at the end, which is nice. Yeah, and then the worst one of all, and I'm warning you guys right now, don't do it, is the one right outside of Dollywood. So, oh, interesting. Um, That's the new there, one. Are, what is yeah, it called? Are there, Rock, Rocky Mountain poster or something like that? It's what it's called. Oh my god! What so, are there two of them outside of, of Dollywood now? No, there's a whole bunch outside of Dollywood. If you want to talk about in uh, Pigeon Forge, yeah, I thought that's but like pretty much one, the one, home of mountain coasters. Right, mountain right. Coaster but Central. there's one that's right, you know, where the entrance is to Dollywood. Um, if you're coming from downtown uh, Pigeon Forge, then it's going to be on your left right before you get to the main entrance of Dollywood. Okay. I think I've been on that one. And yeah, it, has, it was it like uh, trim. It has a bunch of different lift hills, and you're going up over a little hill, and then you go down the backside of it, and then you go up on another hill, and then come back down that, and then you go back up the original hill you came down, and then go back to the, the, the thing again. So you've got three lift hills with three very short runs. Oh, that's disappointing. There's one worse one, the one in Bran- Bran- Branson. So. Oh, I saw that one. The one right downtown where it used to be a, it used to be a slide. It was a water slide. Oh, well, this is big enough. We can put a mountain coaster, alpine coaster in here. No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite mountain coaster so far, I think, is the one at Jiminy Peak in uh yeah in Mass somewhere I mean, I, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I've been it. Up there, I, 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 that's the only one I've actually ridden in the winter time. Okay. 
I I thought that one was good because it doesn't seem to be trimmed all the way down well, like it's, it's all the, the new yes, ones seem yeah, to be. Yeah, because it's the oldest. Like I said, that was the first one. I, I used to ride that, you know, back then whenever I met you guys, you know, I used to take Aiden when he was a kid because we'd go skiing up there when he was in the, you know, my son was in the sixth grade, I guess, or fifth grade. That's how long that thing has been there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's yeah, why. Cause that one, you go, the, yeah, because that one, if you go trimless, you get airtime, which is fun. Yeah, well, it used to be like that in Dollywood. Whenever I mean in uh, Pigeon Forge, the uh, Smoky Mountain Alpine Coaster, that first big one that they built down there next to the goats on the roof, um, that was the first one down there. And they, when they built that, it was no trims, nothing. You would fly down, and it was the longest one in North America. But since then, there's been accidents and all this other stuff. So they've gone in and they've put the automatic braking system in on it, and now it sucks. Well, it doesn't suck, but it's not like it was. So, yeah. So if you look at my old videos of it, you know, whenever the thing first opened, however many years ago that was, you'll see me just flying down the mountain. And then if you look at the later ones where I went and filmed it in uh, 360, it's like you can see the trims just everywhere. Ooh, it's never good when you can see the brakes on a video. Yeah, exactly. And then people, of course, in the comments are saying, why is he turning? Go faster. Why are you putting on the brakes? I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even comment because it isn't me. It's the damn coaster, you know? It's just the new safety system they have on it now. Oh, you should comment. You should be like, oh, I'll do that next time. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> you know how many comments there are on my videos if I spent the time answering those damn things? <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't have a life. I'll have to come in with our channel, Your Favorite Coaster Sucks, and answer on your behalf. There you go. Thanks for the note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anybody who it's wants been to- forwarded. <laughs> yes. Anybody who wants to comment on the on the comments, feel free, because uh, I really I, I like it when, when other people can go ahead and answer questions and i don't have to because i just don't have enough time to do it so and sometimes those comments are just awful for it's it's like the worst of people in youtube comments sometimes yeah but you know i mean i i just have i have so much stuff flagged you know that's the whole thing you got to flag everything and then the people are just you know they're just mean so you know there's so Mm -hmm. much stuff i have to delete and i hate to delete but, you know, you just can't have people saying this kind of stuff on a roller coaster videos, you know, the, the kids, you know, because yeah, right. they are kids and not everybody is 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 a goon, you know. So and and thank you for saying that. I want to make that point really clear to anybody who's thinking about starting a channel or has a channel. There is a very clear line in the sand about what is like kid appropriate content and not. So don't, you know, don't cross the line. Well, yeah, well, you know, people, people also sometimes don't know that they're crossing the line. So you can't do that, but I can't leave the comment up there. So, you know, but yeah, yeah, but definitely not. That's the whole thing. You got to realize that kids love coasters. You were a kid once and you love coasters and maybe this kid's listening to us right now. So, you know, you got to be able to be able to make things appropriate for kids. I mean, have you guys seen the Coaster Force website? I mean, that's basically what it's for. You know, we have the forums for all of us, but the website itself is to encourage people to, you know, learn about roller coasters. 
That's what is on the site. That's all we have is, you know, history of roller coasters and what inversions are and, you know, what types of coasters there are and who are the manufacturers and what type of coasters they make and, you know, all that stuff that all of us know inside and out. You know, these kids don't know them and they're watching the videos. So, you know, and then the people just tear them apart in the comments. So that's one thing I do not like. Yeah. And we got the rude awakening, I think, at least for me, when we did uh, our first like face to face Zoom call meeting with uh, some of our listeners. Mm -hmm. And we realized that, oh, most of you guys are like 10 years younger than us or more. All right, then. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Everything isn't what you think it is. So, you know, the whole thing. And that's the, the thing, you know, I, when you do YouTube, you have to fill in, you know, is this content appropriate for kids? I want to say yes, but I always say it's not made for kids, even though it's appropriate for them, because, you know, the, the, the comments and everything that is there is not necessarily, you know, appropriate, you know, for kids. So it's definitely yeah. Uh, that so I, I don't claim that so there shouldn't be like q anon discussions going on in a, in a ryan pov <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah well you know i i try to limit i can't look through everything and things do start up <laughs> but the, the dude i do have other things though tagged i do have uh you know i do not have any of the uh coaster other coaster enthusiast bashing if you know what I mean, do not put up with that. So uh, people who are listening to this and Coast of Force and you've tried to bash somebody else on my channel, uh, it hasn't worked because uh, that shit got taken down. So that's the other thing. That's the only two and things. On you. But those are the only two things that we mess with. You know, you can't, you can't, you know, you know, bully other people or, you know, be like that and, you know, troll you know, people, the GP, and you can't, uh, you can't bash other coaster channels. So. Yeah, like let's let's be honest here. Just because we're all enthusiasts and we maybe like know how rides work or whatever, it doesn't mean we are in any way, shape, or form better than anybody else who enjoys amusement parks. Yep, exactly. And it wasn't if it we're, isn't for those other ones, all these people that people make fun of, the amusement parks wouldn't exist because they can't rely on us to make their money that they need to to survive. Yeah, you think the park gives a shit about your season pass and your dining plan? No, they made your money, so you can bitch all you want about not getting a coaster for four years or whatever. Yeah. Families are there enjoying themselves and turning a profit for the place. So, Yeah, well, hopefully they're know. turning a profit for the place, but other places, they're, they're at least they're getting by. But imagine if they weren't catering to those people, what it would be like. Yes, you would have the park of your dreams, but it wouldn't last at at all because, you know, you've got to be able to do that. I just feel like at this point, we should just tell those, like, super demanding and entitled enthusiasts that, like, hey, Kickstarter's a thing. If you want to crowdsource the ultimate Thuzy Park, I'm sure you'll get little contributions here and there. I mean, shit, look at the Roller Coaster Museum, you know? Well, what, 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 what it is is um, people have opinions and the internet just allows them to express them in the worst way. So if people would just think about what they're saying or, or, or how they're acting, I think uh, it would be a lot better, but that's what doesn't happen on the internet. You just do, you know, you just 
I don't like that, blah, 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 and that's it. And then you get ridiculous arguments with other people. So that's one thing that we will never get involved in is that the, the arguments that do go on, and they are ridiculous. But also people get enjoyment out of it. So that I, I, I don't. I don't get enjoyment myself, and I don't think most of us here at Coastal Forest get enjoyment out of watching two idiots going at each other on, on, in comment section on our videos. But on the other hand, it seems like it makes uh, the video pretty popular. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, if if you're using caps lock in an argument about roller coasters, you're an idiot and everyone's laughing at you. Yeah, well, look, everybody's laughing at everybody, especially, you know, the guys who, who, who come on the video, videos. And the first thing they do is they say, at first. You know, that's one of the things that causes the most arguments is guys who come on and say first. And, you know, it's gone on since the beginning of YouTube, probably since comments first happened. And I don't think there's any way you're not going to get it to happen because what is each kid going to do? He's the first damn one there. Yes. So he's going to say it. Oh, my cow. Look, it, I'm the first one first. Problem is with Coaster Force, it's going to be deleted within a minute or two. But then I have to delete about 10 others because then the first, next person comes along and is going to say second, and then they don't see the other one, so they say first. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing I hate most about YouTube is like with the comments section, like if you have a scroll wheel, you know once you hit three scrolls down, there's going to be some shit you wish you never saw. <laughs> Really, I always thought the worst stuff was always at the beginning because that's the most popular, isn't it? I think some of the darkest shit is the stuff that doesn't get like oh, yeah. super liked or yeah, right, or, or or doesn't turn into big arguments. It's just some somebody said yeah, yeah, or it's like hidden in some thread, like right in the middle that gets buried over under other posts, and you're like, oh, whoa, yeah, there's okay. Like, there's like three hundred replies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's the whole thing, you know. That's that's what I get get find out because I'm going along, and then I get this flag comment, and somebody's like telling somebody to do something to themselves in a not so polite manner, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? And then I have to go back and find because in the way YouTube works, you know, you have to go find what where this was posted and what conversation. And then I realized, you know, there's been 300 replies to this guy because he said something that somebody took as a racist comment, even though it wasn't meant as one or who knows what. And then everybody just piles on it and it gets overlooked by me because nothing's been flagged on it really so far, you know, until somebody comes along. And then you say, wait a minute, this whole thing needs to be gone. We don't have, you know, racist you know, conversations about race on a roller coaster, you know, video comment section that just doesn't happen. I'm sorry. That's that's a good rule of thumb. Yes, right. But I'm just saying, but you don't know it. <laughs> when you have as many videos as I do that I can't go through everything comment by comment, you know, I just can see the stuff I Oh, get I'm not for. saying the onus is on you. That oh, comment no, wasn't I, directed towards oh, you. That was directed towards the listener who may be commenting. <laughs> yes, no, I didn't take it that way, but I'm just saying that kind of stuff just appears and there's just nothing I can, I just happened to clown it by coincidence you know kind of a thing because you just can't control everything that is commented on you know and that's the worst thing is somebody would say somewhere i don't understand how costa force is letting this these people talk like this on their channel and it's like i'll be honest with you they uh th some asshole on r slash roller coaster jerk tried to start a cancellation campaign against scott after he made a joke on our show 
Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. Okay. Well, we recorded with him back in like March, like mid-March, right at the beginning of the pandemic. And he made a joke about like not wearing a mask. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I posted it on YouTube recently. And some Yahoo posted it and they're like, Upstop Media doesn't wear a mask and doesn't social distance. Yeah. Well. And I'm like, okay. All right, guys. Let's be clear about something. This is a comedy show? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm wondering about. We're not being very com- comedic here today. But uh, the thing is, with uh, with any of this stuff, you can't... The cancel culture is just one thing that I don't get at all, period. Because even if somebody did do something as minimal as that, there's no need to cancel them, you know? Because back then, there was all kinds of what we should do and what we shouldn't have to do. And if I remember correctly, that wasn't part of it. But if you look at everything Scott has done since, and Lord knows he's posted enough stuff on Costa Force's Instagram channel, you can't see him without a mask. So, And also, if you know Scott at all and have spent more than five minutes with him, you've probably heard him make a joke a million times worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know, like like I said, they're not getting mad about the that, that joke. So, I mean, the of worst joke. So, anyway, the whole thing is that pe- people have to lighten up about all this kind of stuff. You know, what somebody's think people get upset about what somebody's favorite coaster is. People get upset if somebody thinks an airtime hill is better on this coaster than on that coaster. It's like really, people, you do, you know, I can understand having a difference, but it's not like he's saying he's voting for donald trump okay you know he just said that that's just got a better better airtime here than over there and if you disagree you can disagree but you don't have to act that way towards them airtime is only for the democrats man yeah boy let's see well it's it's a liberal (laughs) (laughs) hey your favorite coaster sucks listeners we want to take a quick sec to talk to you about patreon do you have a dollar sitting around your house right now well, if so, you should join our Patreon at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. What else are you going to do with that dollar? <laughs> There's not a whole hell of a lot you can do with it. But I'll tell you, with that dollar, you can join our monthly Zoom calls. Those are so much fucking fun, aren't they, Ben? Hell yeah. Pay for friendship. It's uh, what we're all doing nowadays. Hey, man, it's community. We got a nice little community here built up. And uh, yeah, it's behind the paywall, but a buck a month. We think almost anyone can handle that, right, Ben? Hell yeah. You can't even get like a McChicken unless you like live in a state with no sales tax. So so why not throw it our way? Throw us literally a bone. At patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Well, and that's so like that kind of talks about we're we actually were talking with uh, Sean Flaherty. I can't <laughs> I can't say his name. <laughs> but uh, sorry. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about YouTube and stuff and like. It's like if you're not having fun on a roller coaster, then like you're not doing the hobby right. Like if that's not the goal of it, if the goal isn't to like actually get a ride a ride and have fun, then you're not you're in it for the wrong reason. Well, that's that's what you sometimes wonder about some of people. But, you know, every everybody has their way of enjoying this hobby. So whatever way they enjoy this hobby is okay with me. And most importantly, whatever it takes to get people out to the parks. I mean, I don't know if you heard me saying this before, and maybe you have, but I keep saying it. That's all 
we really care about is that people go out and enjoy themselves in the parks. That's what we want everybody to do because that's what we love doing. And if everybody doesn't love doing it like we love doing it, then we're not going to be able to do it as much as we do. So the more people we get liking roller coasters, like going to amusement parks, that's all we care about. And that's that's a really good point to make is like as much as um, Ben and I like to bitch about, you know, how some kids count credits differently or whatever. Jerry makes a fantastic point in that this community isn't for the old farts that are on the executive committee of ACE. <laughs> this this community is for the people who enjoy roller coasters, you know, plain and simple. Right. So everybody has a different way of, of enjoying roller coasters. Some people enjoy it by bitching about them, I guess. So, you know, it's not my way I would go about, uh, about enjoying the hobby that I like so much. But if that's their thing, that's their thing. But the main thing for me is to get more people bitching about it, enjoying it, riding it, learning about it, and getting their asses on the rides. Because the more people that rides the rides, the more rides we're going to have. And I, the more rides I have to ride, I mean, I'm not going to go on and on. There's plenty that I haven't been on. And, you know, I have over a thousand creds, but there's like, what, 7,000 damn coasters out there. But as far as I can concern, there can be 70,000 coasters out there. So the more people that are out there riding them, the better. You can bitch about anything you want to as far as I'm concerned. And if you don't like my videos or you don't understand why Coaster Force does what we do, it's not it's not going to affect me, you know. You can Well, that's the funny thing too is like, you know, about the about the whole counting thing. I always like to make the joke like it's not a whose dick is bigger contest, but like you tend to see that the people generally who have been on more rides are generally just more park and ride positive. I guess, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm like I said, I didn't care about it because doing what I do, I knew I was going to ride a lot of roller coasters. So I didn't care about what it takes. So like kitty creds, I never ride any kitty coasters. Um, I did one POV on one with a joke. I think one time with somebody because we thought it was hilarious. So we did it and up at, uh, in Washington at uh, wild waves and, um, they have a little oval coaster that just goes around in a circle. So I found the POV on it. But, um, they, Ben, have you been on that one? That's like a, isn't it powered? It could be. Yes. It's just a little circular thing. It's yeah. Sitting down below the uh, wild mouse before you go up to the wild mouse. It's down there. In the, yeah. There's the, actually a picture of Chris and Don and I on that from last year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only kitty cred POV I think I have on mine other than the, uh, the, the inverted, uh, the inverted apple, big apple coaster in England. I had to get do that one, of course, too, because I mean, it's only one inverted big apple in the world. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really unique and odd. But I'm not going to go out of my, I, I, I don't, I, I understand people going way out of their way to get that kitty cred because they want that count. And there's people that just travel all around that believe me because Coaster Force is British and, and I'm not going to knock any of the guys in Coaster Force, but man, you can, you can really rack up a count in, 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 in the UK by going around riding kitty creds. So. Oh yeah, I bet. you know I've heard about that. There's like a bunch of little parks that just have kitty 
creds, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're half of the yeah, cred, like, half of the creds in the country, you know, are kitty creds. So, you know, go for it, man. You know, if that's that's what what you're into, you know, whatever you do, you know, that's no problem. I, of course, have had the problem of deleting the butterfly credits now from my from my coast account because uh, I had to lose argument, too many arguments over that one. So I just said the heck with it, and I took mine off. I'm not, I didn't count them anymore. So, but real quick, um, I got to get your opinion on this. Two things, and this is almost like a hot take thing now. But let's let's straighten this out for for Jerry as well. When a ride is relocated, if you've been on it in its original location and where it was relocated to, how many credits is that? Okay, so here we go. Um, it depends. You know what you want to call you know your 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 reading. So for me, that's one credit, of course. And for the majority, I'd say that's one credit. That's but the other, correct answer. <laughs> but other people say it's not a credit. It's not a credit at all because if it's an SLC and you've already ridden an LLC elsewhere, it doesn't matter how many times that other LLC gets relocated. You don't count it because you've already ridden one SLC. Oh, I've heard that argument, but I don't. And I have, I, a, I have quick few friends who that's how they could count their credits. And I'm not going to argue with them. I would never count mine that way. But since all SLCs are basically identical, but they don't count Kamali or other ones, and they, and they count the ones that have the Helix separately, you know. But since every single one of them is basically a clone, they don't count it. You know, they count just the coasters that are different. Period. See, I'm not that strict. Like every Batman the Ride to me is a credit unless it's like you rode the one at Six Flags New Orleans and then you rode it at Fiesta Texas. Right. That's still just one. Right. But each different one, you know, that one's a credit. Great America is a credit. Great Adventure is a credit. Like they're each a credit. Right. But some people don't count like that. So I'm not going to argue with the people that don't count like that, that count all of them as one because I understand what they're doing. But anyone yeah. who counts that relocated coaster that's exactly the same as where it was using the New Orleans, you know, example, then no, that's not. So you're wrong. I don't care. <laughs> but. I'm not going to get into an argument with you about it if it means that, you know, you're, you're going to have less of a good experience about this hobby that we have. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious how many, if you counted just unique coasters, how, like what your maximum possible coaster count could be because that that takes out a lot of rides i mean i oh um, but there's still over a thousand at least. Come on, you know, I mean, you know, a thousand unique rides. I think so, because, you know, you can count, you know, just the very, if you're counting variations of them. But I mean, that's worldwide, everything ever ridden over, you know, course of a lifetime, you know, of uh, being a coaster counter, you know, like me, like, you know, some of the people who are heavy duty riders, you know, I think you could reach them over your lifetime counting that way. But the average person is going to be somewhere in the, you know, 20s to 50s at best. I think you, there's like a counter argument, though, of also like if you look at something like Space Mountain at Disneyland and Disney World, you know, is that would that be just like one credit? Well, and so would it express all, all three of them would be one credit. Yeah, it's like the same coaster just because one's indoor and one's outdoor. Just because one has a different lighting package than the other one, 
etc. That doesn't change anything. You know that. So to them, it's like, all the same. I feel like that's way too strict for yes, me. Yes, of course it is. But I'm not knocking. I'm not going to knock the guy who does it. But also, I feel like if that's, I mean. If you're purposefully skipping coasters, then that's kind of oh, odd. Oh, I don't think they're skipping it. They, I, no, no, none of the guys I that I know that do that, and I do say guys because the people I know who do that are all guys. Um, they uh, they don't skip it. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> they don't skip anything. They just don't count it. They still ride every ride in the park. They still ride all the coasters and rewrite it because they enjoy riding. That's the whole point. So I'm not knocking them. It's not that. It's just they don't count it the way that we do, you know, to as far as their actual counts. So that's all. For sure. Yeah. No. Well, I won't knock that either. I just say that's stricter than I, than I will personally yeah, so how, count. How, how strict do you do on coaster count? Do you use coaster count, right? There's the strict. There's... Yeah. I use coaster dash count. Yeah. Um, I have. You know, you can set it in know. there. You can set it in there how strict you want to be, you know, up to their strictness. But some people go beyond that. So, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine with me. It's the it's the other way around. The people who try to count stuff that doesn't count. The guys, the people who count the jet boats or whatever you want to call those, you know, that we have in Europe, those thingies that are like the butterfly coasters that are self-operated and you go down the track and it launches you out into the water. Am I talking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People count those, some people. Because it has a track and it goes down the hill, you know, I'm not, no, that doesn't count, you know, but I want, and I will argue with them of those people, but the people who, 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 who go stricter, that's fine. They can go as strict as they want. As long as, like I said, you get out in the park and you enjoy riding. I don't care. What about counting first and second gen freefall towers? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> you know, before I became enthusiast, I did think that. It was a coaster. I think the first gen ones could probably be a coaster. That's what I'm talking about. Before I yeah, became yeah. enthusiastic, and I I went to Great Adventure, and they had the first gen one there. What was it called? Um, Daredevil Dive, or whatever. No, that's the new one. But it was something similar. Oh no, Stuntman, Stuntman. Anyway, um, I rode that thing more than I rode any other coaster in the park. But I thought it was a coaster. It felt like a goddamn coaster to me. I mean, I think there's a pretty solid argument to be made for those being credits. Yeah, but they're not. <laughs> I mean, no, once I you agree understand, they're not. Once you understand what a credit is supposed to be, you, you know that it's not. So, But like I said, I'm not going to get into an argument about all of that kind of stuff because it's just too ridiculous. We have sections in the forums that go on and on and on. Is this a cred or not? You know, It's like what is and what isn't. It's whatever people want to count as long as they're not being ridiculous. And we've already mentioned what ridiculous is. I think we all know what ridiculous is. I'm only asking because – like. But Ben and I have both seen that as kind of a trend recently is like relocations. People are counting them as two. Yes, but the people only do that until they reach a certain number, I think. And then they realize, oh, now I'm achieving this number that I like. And now I don't have to be a dick and count these things. The other one we've both seen a lot of recently, and I want to run this one by you just to confirm, is if we'll, we'll take, for example, Mantis and Rougarou. Yeah. Well, what we've heard is that a lot of people, what we've seen is that a lot of people now are counting that as two credits. Right. Well, basically, I, I guess I can see the argument because one is floorless and one is stand up. So technically, it's two different types of coasters. 
So therefore, even though the layout is the same, it's still a different coaster because you've experienced it in a different manner than you would have otherwise. So do you count that as two credits? I don't know if I did or not, to tell you the truth. I'd have to go and look and see if I did or not. I might, I could have. I did, wouldn't even have thought about it until you have mentioned it now. So I wouldn't be surprised if I did because, like I said, to me, it seems like it's two different types. It's a lot. Oh, interesting. It's a lot different than saying something that's relocated. If it's same experience, same everything. I mean, and I'm not saying experience because yes, then you're saying, oh, well, look at the at surroundings. You know, it's totally different surroundings, so the experience is different visually. No, when the experience is different physically, then it's a different coaster. You know, I don't call something different if it's just. Taken, let's say, for example, if Express in Wallaby, Belgium, in Holland, was taken from Disney, they had removed it out of the dome and sat it down out there. I would not have counted that as a new cred because it really isn't a different experience just because it was indoor. Because physically, it's the same experience. It's the same layout, same G-forces, same corners, same everything. But when you take somebody and you stand them up and you sit them down in those two different type of situations. I think that's physically a different situation. Well, there's a few more layers to that then. Cause what about turning the train backwards or like Colossus getting B and M trains backwards or like face off forward and backwards. To- right. Or, or like that coaster in Japan that runs the sit down trains and the stand up trains. Yes. So does that count as two creds then? Do like any of those situations count as two creds? Um, I It just depends. I, I cannot argue with anybody who does. I really can't because okay. you know, All right. to me, that's, that's a situation. I don't, I did not, I have only, for example, I, I when I was going to college, I rode trains backwards all the time at Carowinds, uh, lightning, uh, what was that? Uh, lightning racer, whatever it was. Um, anyway, oh, uh, thunder run, no thunder run. Right. Exactly. Thunder run all in my college years was running backwards all the time. And I, then I didn't even ride it forward for years and years until I became an enthusiast and it wasn't running backwards anymore. So then I rode it forward, but I don't count it again. I didn't. But I'm not going to knock anybody who does because it is definitely different running from writing forwards and backwards in that sense. So otherwise, my other argument becomes invalid, I guess, too. Right. So but that's the only thing I can see. Like I said, if you have any type of valid argument with like that, that's going to that's up to you. And I'm not going to argue with you about it. okay? but you can't just say because this coaster was rebuilt there. It's the same thing with the Hulk. What do you guys think about Hulk? I don't know. I didn't count the the new one as a as a new cred. But so many of my friends did. Well, so, okay, for me, I don't know. Do you know Don Garrison? No, I don't. He he said something when he was on the show that really stuck out to me about this subject, which was like, if you see like a roller coaster just in a field by itself, like a track, you'd say like, okay, that's a coaster. But if you saw just like a train sitting there, you'd be like, that's a roller coaster train. So like the same, like the principle kind of applies to all those situations yeah, where it's I got, like, I understand exactly there what you're saying. Yeah. But the, 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 so that negates my argument for what I was saying with the, the Rougarou, but we, we st- you still didn't answer my question about Hulk. Well, with Hulk, I think, 
I I would count it because of that justification, basically. Because the the track is still the, the track that's out in the field has just been replaced with more track out in the field. Well, that other track that was out in the field could still be built into a separate roller coaster. You know what I mean? The track that was there was just pieces of track, and then they built a new roller coaster. It was it was all the track, right? There, it wasn't partially recycled. No, no, it is. It was it, it was a leftover coaster that was supposed to be built out in the Middle East somewhere. I can't remember who ordered it, and then it was sitting around for freaking years. And they um, and Universal made a deal because they wanted to improve. And of course, it isn't improved because it's a, it's the track that's been sitting there for years and. It's the same track, basically, because it was cloned way back then. Same manufactured okay. at the same time. Everything else is the original one. Only it's just been sitting somewhere. So everybody thought they were going to get this nice, new, brand new, smooth coaster again. And they ride it and it feels just like it always has. So, but maybe, you know, there's a reason for it. Of course, maybe stress. I, I can't imagine what what why why they did it they had their their reasons for doing it but otherwise it is nothing new there is nothing it's just all completely replaced every nut bolt everything on that track is new well i guess on the other end of that then to play devil's advocate if it was built in its original location that it was intended for would it be a different credit and then you're kind of getting into that argument go. of like, now, see, you know. Yep. Now you're now now you're making more sense if it was built. So yeah, then it would be a credit, definitely, right? No matter where they put it after that. So the your only argument is that it isn't a credit because it wasn't built somewhere else and came here before being built somewhere else, and it's replacing the exact same coaster that it was there before, and looks exactly the same. So yeah, you which have, I don't think nullifies the fact that it's a different credit. No, that's what I'm saying. That makes it a different credit, if anything. But right, yeah. So all your but all your points we, are good, but I still didn't count it, and I still will not count it because to me it's the same damn thing. <laughs> and that's fine. And I also got to say, this is probably the most intense nerdiness we've done on this podcast today. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> when, I thought this was supposed to be fun, uh, other type of podcast and we're getting into all this heavy duty shit about what's credits and what's nots and all this all this <laughs> stuff i hate talking about anyway so because all this stuff goes on to death you know in the forums so i was gonna say imagine this whole conversation in text form in all caps in like a 30 page <laughs> forum discussion <laughs> yeah that was kind of the point i was gonna about to make is like at least there's some fun in having it via like basically a skype call you know yeah well it, it just depends on how people are pissed at what i'm saying and how people are pissed at what you're saying so we'll, we'll see but um but isn't there some other format you guys do isn't there some other do you have some sort of like basic thing yeah you go we have through? we have some segments okay let's... and we actually have a couple questions so all right cool so our first segment here is our killer coaster of the week and this week's killer coaster is Starjet at Casino Pier. Oh boy! Yeah, I got on this ride. Is it still there? Starjet or Jet Star? Starjet. <laughs> yeah, um, they had both for a while. Yes. No. Um. Nothing is at Casino Pier anymore on the on the old ones. Oh, except that one's for, done. Okay. Except, no, no. Except for Pirates Hideaway. 
the cred in the shed is still there. Oh, and that's the one I didn't get on when I was there. So. so you can still get the cred in the shed. And believe me, that's exactly what it is. I've never seen a finer example of a cred in the shed. But, oh, Starjet was the uh, the miler one that fell in the ocean. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But there was also Jetstar. So there's there's a couple, a couple have been there. But of course, now there's Hydras. So, you know, the, the, the Eurofighters there so they're making the comeback it's the other place that did not make the comeback the fun town pier or whatever it was fun town pier yeah Yeah, that was the next door neighbor to casino pier and they uh they're the ones that everything got wiped out because they had the uh they had all kinds of stuff they had the miler mouse or miller mouse they had the uh they had a looping coaster they had another regular wild mouse i think it was a zamperla or something like that they had they had quite a few coasters there, and they all that stuff got wiped out, and they never came back. They're gone. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I remember visiting that there in uh, 08. Yeah, so why is Killer Coaster? That's uh, why, why, why. I'm sorry I'm not familiar with the segment. Ah, well, do you have any guess before I reveal? What, what do you mean? Do I have any guess? As to why it's it's the Killer Coaster. Why Jet Starjet is the Killer Coaster? Um, well, I mean, I there's a through line to the segment. Okay. It's that the name is a pun. Okay. Because all the coasters that we use for this segment have been involved in somebody's death. Oh. It's it's not as tasteless as it may sound. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Hey, uh we have uh we have a thread. The death thread, <laughs> the death creds thread. So people count them. So if you don't count your death creds yet, maybe now after listening to this segment, you'll start. Okay, guys. I feel like, you know, we're all enthusiasts of the like coasters. So like those are all like incidents that we know about. And it is a little morbid, but at the same time, like it all happened, you know? Yes. Well also think about this. What is the most uh visited page on coastaforce.com? Oh, the accidents page. You bet. The accidents page is the most visited page by far on coastaforce.com. So I've never been there. Right? Yep. So there you go. And we don't play it up or anything. You know, we just put little, you know, you know, little sentence or two and then it click through to the source of, you know, wherever, whatever it is we're getting. We don't play it up or anything, but people just, I don't know. They're just something about roller coaster accidents, you know? So was this, um, was this part of like rideaccidents.com like 10 years ago or did you guys, uh, no, no, we, we, something? No, no, we've been doing this since two. Th- Ours is different than ride accents, I believe. They're detailed, everything else. No, we we. Uh, oh, okay. We we've been doing this since two thousand and one. So, and I know that. Yeah, yours is like strictly just like very fact news right. type of. Yeah, we don't give any details or anything. We put a link to whatever you know, wherever we get the news from, whatever the source is. And if anybody wants to click on that to look at details, that's fine. That's not what we're about. It's 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 a page. It's part of coasters, you know. And we try to cover everything. And at the very top, we say, you know, how few accidents there are. And I don't need to go into all that because we're all enthusiasts and we know how, what what's the deal is with accidents. But it's it is the most popular page, so I can totally understand that. So if that's you know, so and people get off on death creds. So I I I've counted mine, so you know. It, this, well, I mean, there's also a humor in the uh, the double entendre of the name, yes. because it tends to be like, this is a Myler coaster, and those Myler coasters, those uh, full-size ones, they all really kicked ass. Yep. 
you know mm-hmm. so to call it a killer coaster yeah you know yes. double entendre and full effect there yep yep uh so next so, segment yeah all right so next up we get a every week we get a bad review of a park from google um and i'll make it very clearly stated this is n- not the words of our guests in any way shape or form this is directly copy and pasted from google and uh, we have our guests read the bad park review. So we got a one-star review of Luna Park here. Um, Ben's going to roll the music, and as soon as it starts, take it away, Jerry. Please do not play any free games that are around the area and operated by independent contractors. At first it's free, and then they start the charging you. We got scammed playing some red balls in a cup and throw it at the board game. Do not be fooled. They will not let you win because you have to make their money. Say no thank you and enjoy the money having fun with your loved ones. One star. (laughs) Okay, so let's be honest real quick. Sorry, reviewer, but you got swindled. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, I don't know about getting swindled. The thing is that, you know, I love the people who have uh, who, who who do a bad park review of Luna Park and then don't realize that this isn't Luna Park. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like anyone who's been to that area knows that, like, the second you're out of the actual park, which is can be confusing. No, not not anymore. No, I mean, back in the day, but there's big gates everywhere now that say Luna Park and you go into the park and you go out of the park. And it's been that way for quite a few years now. So I don't know how far back this goes, but I guarantee you they went somewhere else and then they gave Luna Park the review. So it was it was like some old lady that's like. Oh, there's free games. <laughs> I bet my grandson would like this. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, it's it, it is I mean, I I enjoy it and I'm glad there are people who get taken like this because otherwise those guys wouldn't be around. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that whole area being pretty wild when I visited there. That was shit back in 08 but oh man you should have been it was fun should, yeah you should have been back there in the 80s and 90s but <laughs> oh man i wish i could have seen it yes that was that was the time but yeah we used to go though i i didn't go i mean we had to ride coney island cyclone of course you had to go there for that but we mostly went there you know for the freak shows and all that kind of stuff that was really really you know the fun stuff because things back then were you know, it was like um, it was like when they started to clean up Times Square, but you could go out to Coney Island because everything was still the same as it was before they started to clean up Times Square. Okay, are you from New York originally? Uh, no, but I, I moved here um, shortly after graduating from college, so that was you know in the early '80s. And okay, uh, so been here for a long time. For sure. Well, I'm sure you've seen some shit in New York City then. Yep. Especially on Coney Island. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. It's, so that's why, that's why I enjoy reading this. This was fun. I didn't mind reading this. This, this, this brought back good memories. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, well, we take some questions from our listeners. But before we get to those, if you'd like, if you have a question, you may ask us one. Oh, um, I may ask you one? Yeah, well, you're the guest, so normally, you know, we're going to ask you the questions, but if you have one, you may. Oh, man. Um, 
I would like to know, you know, how was it just, you know, taking a break for so long? Hmm. Hmm. Do your listeners Whoa. know that you guys took a break? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Because we I, didn't start this until after we were kind of both back into it a bit. And I think for me, what it was, I, I so I worked at Cedar Point for three seasons until 2012. And then I just got busy with college for two years after that. And then I got into a relationship and then I moved three times. So it wasn't like I still like paid attention. I just didn't really ride rides or go on trips. But I think if anything, it kind of it's it was a nice break because it actually is making the hobby more fun now as an adult, because my problem was like I only knew the hobby as a kid and it kind of like took growing up and all that. And then to be able to come back into it and have a new perspective on it and not be trying to like do what I was doing, getting up at 6 a.m., you know, chasing kitty credits, uh, you know, arguing about stupid stuff. So cool. Well, I guess. What about you, bud? Yeah, I mean, I went super hard at it from like 2005, maybe 2004 until like 2009 or 10. And then I, you know, I was shit, 20 years old. I uh, had this great idea that maybe if I went to Second City, I could be a comedian. Oh, man. You know what? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I was thinking the whole that was what I always thought. I thought what? I thought you would be, try to become a comic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did. I did. I was um I went to Second City, I went to uh Improv Olympic. I was doing stand-up open mics. I mean, shit, Ben saw me do stand-up a couple times. Yeah, that uh, I was doing that and then um I also a little bit after that was pursuing music professionally cool. and uh you know the the entertainment industry um it it pays great for some people <laughs> <laughs> and uh it pays in like bar tickets for other people yeah, and i was in the latter of those categories yeah but, uh, and uh hey. you know it's it's a little tricky to to get on coaster trips when you're like a barista and uh getting paid in bar tickets for your performances. Yeah, I hear you, man. But it was nice to hear that you gave it a go because that's what I always had imagined. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad uh, <laughs> I'm glad I can report back. Well, actually, you know what? To bring it full circle, I actually can claim at least something with this podcast, you know? Yep. With all that effort put in for those years, it's nice to be able to bring it full circle and kind of bring a couple things together from my life. Cool, cool. So yeah, now it's so, your turn to ask questions. Yeah, yeah. We took a couple from uh, from our listeners. We announced that there's a mystery guest, so we don't uh, say who we're recording with, and then we just <laughs> okay see what comes back at us. Yeah. All right. So, um, Ben, I'll take the one from Twitter, and then you grab the ones from Instagram. All right. All right. Cool. So, uh, our buddy Mikey Mayo at uh, Mikey Mayo says, "What are they wearing right now?" Oh, what am I wearing? <laughs> I think we all get 100 points or have to take a drink if it's a coaster shirt. Oh, no. No Goonie form for me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to do is wear a coaster shirt to a coaster podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, yeah, perfect. No, I've got, I've got on actually my MLS All-Star 
Shirt is what I've got on. So there you go. For sure. Swag. You oh, know? you follow soccer? Free. Oh, that is my my job. So I have a, I have a real oh, job. Okay. I do have a real job, guys. So yeah. But no, yeah, this is one of those freebies, you know, that they gave out for one of the. I can't even see what this thing is ancient anyway. This is the. I don't know. It's a, it says in Illinois, right? That's it. So anyway, but anyway, it's just one of those freebie sweatshirts that you get. For sure, for sure. All right. So the the official answer is promo swag. Yeah. There you All go. Right. There you go. That's it. All right. So. Uh, Danian Raffery wants to know, uh, what's your proudest credit? Oh, um, San Sebastian. What the hell is that one? Iglino. Oh, man. I should have, uh, should know this one. Um, the one in Spain. Uh, there's, uh, it's all the way up. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a castle roller coaster, I guess, or something like that. It's, um, on the side of a cliff overlooking the Atlantic Ocean. No, it doesn't ring a bell with anybody? Okay. Nah, I don't think so. so. Yeah. No, but that sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, it's one of those Breakman coasters. You know what I'm talking about? It's Oh, it's shit. Like there's, a, there's a guy riding on working the brake, right? Yes. It's, and it's, it's, at, it's called Park de Attractiones Monte Iguildo, I-G-U-E-L-D-O. Anyway, it's just Montana Suiza, which, you know, means, you know, Swiss coaster or, you know, roller coaster. Montana is Spanish for roller coaster for all those guys. And everybody who keeps wondering about why all the Spanish people keep saying, calling game in uh, games and the comments on Coaster Force, it's because that's what a roller coaster is called in Spanish. It means the same thing, game. Strangely enough, the ride. Is, Interesting. Yeah, ride is game. It translates to game in English. When you put in the Spanish word for ride, I don't remember it off the top of my head. It translates to game in English. So, and then of course, roller coaster is in Spanish is um, Monte Rusa, which means Russian mountain. So they call them Russian mountains. So if you hear people talking about the Russian mountains, they're not talking about mountains in Russia. They're talking about roller coasters. Funny stuff. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So anyway, this this thing is like I said. This thing, if look it up on RCDB if you want, or look at the videos on Costa Force. But it's called it's called the Monte Igueldo Monta, Montana Suiza, and it's from 1928. It's 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 built on the wall of a castle. It literally goes around the top of a castle built on top of a mountain overlooking the Atlantic Ocean and the Spanish and French Riviera. So I can't tell you how. Wait, what, what's the name of it? I'm on RCDB right now. Yeah, it's called Monte M O N T E Iguedo I G U E L D O, and they only have one coaster there. It's a side friction coaster. It has it's it's built into the cement top of the the wall that goes around it. So there's no wooden track or anything. It's the track is embedded directly into the cement and it has a brake man and it's the most gorgeous coaster you've ever seen as far as the way it looks and the view and all that stuff. It was, it was my bucket list coaster. Nice. It sounds, yeah, Damn. I think I've, I think I've like seen that before. I think I know what you're talking about. Right. And it's not near yeah. anything. You have to go out of your way to get to it a little bit. I did it on my trip around Spain because I just decided I had to do that. So I drove all the way up to the, the Riviera, you know, the, the border with Portugal and Spain and France up there, you know, and in uh, San Sebastian. And then uh, 
but it was nice because I went to go see, you know, the running of the Bull Tarragona along the way. And, you know, we did Barcelona and Madrid as well, of course, and Benidorm. So all of that one trip, one of my favorite trips of all time. It's just like a that's just like a fun area, like without the coasters, too. Um, like I did. I can't the the big park in Spain. Um, you know, Port the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can think of it. Yeah. And then we like went to the beach. Um Tarragona is that the name of the town? I don't remember like yes, that uh, name. Yes, Salu is the little town, and then Tarragona is the next closest big town. Yeah, biggish town. Yeah, like spent a day out there by the by the beach, and that was great, great time. Yep, it, it is beautiful down there. But okay, uh, so CM Venom says, uh, "Who are you?" and is what I would start with. Oh, oh it's a question. Okay. That's a very original question. He just wants to know who you are. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm Jerry. I'm East Coaster General, and I own a little YouTube channel called Coaster Force. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> uh, so Perfect. Marcelli6400 uh, asks, what non-Chinese park will get the first Intamin Hot Racer? Oh, come on. Really? Uh, <laughs> this i i just can't imagine it guys i really can't um the uh it's is that really going to happen is do, do people really think these are going to happen um, i don't know unless they can well, do marcelli 6400 is really hoping i think uh, i'm gonna say that there isn't gonna be one uh, if i i mean i can make something up but to tell the truth if i'm supposed to say what i believe there isn't gonna be one because uh, I just don't see it happening, you know. The, it's it's not the type of coaster that anybody in the Western hemisphere or whatever you want to call it will build. I mean, that's a pretty. That's go ahead, man. I was gonna say if it does go into a park, it's probably gonna be one of those like why situations. Well, I think it's going to. It's, first of all, it's going to be compared to the current one. So, and the, how many? How how much problems has Magic Mountain had with that? So, you know, even though it's different, it's a different company. Everything else, you know, it's like I don't know if you guys saw this, but a few years ago, Intamin came out with their version of the SNS uh, free spin coaster. There, you know, the the Joker's, the Batman's, those things. You know, the ones that the 4D coasters. Yeah. Only, yeah, yeah. only it was launched. I don't know if you remember that or not. And they showed that off, and they were shopping that around and everything else. And it's all these years later, and nobody's bought one, just because something shows up. That, and especially at a time like now, where Intamin just dumped a whole bunch of designs. What was it? Four different designs, uh, or as people like to say, four different ripoffs. <laughs> that that's saying that you know they're they're they don't have any work. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I hate to say that, but that's what that says. It says they don't have any work, so they've got their guys sitting there coming up with stuff. So I'm not expecting much out of any of those, to tell you the truth. That makes sense, and that's that's a reasonable call. I'm going to go ahead and say SeaWorld just because why the hell not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next to the uh, – oh, no, Surf Coaster is not getting built anymore. Right? Probably not. Yeah. Um, so SoCal Coaster five twenty one says, uh, "I'm assuming you'll be speaking with oh a thuzi. Oh, a thuzi. So here's yeah. my question: Being in the hobby so long, seeing so many come and go, and seeing so many do what they do, 
what would your best advice be to young to the younger generation of Thusies when it comes to being a Thusi representing the hobby? Okay, well, this here seems to be kind of what we've been discussing a little bit in general earlier, you know. Um, to me, I say, you know, do whatever you want to do to make, you know, so long as you're having fun. Representing the hobby, that's that's something I really have a problem with, you know. Who says what best represents our hobby? You know, that's being kind of elitist in a little bit of a way, I think, you know, that I, I I can only think of people who do a bad job representing the hobby. And there's a handful of them. We don't need to go into specifics, but I. Right. But, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say, don't do this or don't do that to try and single anybody out. And besides, they were saying, what's the best advice for the younger? And my advice is. It depends on what you're trying to do. When it becomes to being a Thuzi, you 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 should, I'm, you go all out, right? I mean, that's what you do because it's your that it's something you love. So, however you express that love, that's fine as long as you're not putting anybody else down. And that's like I said, this all goes back to what we were saying earlier on, earlier on. But the best advice is to anybody who want to do more than just be a Thuzi. Like me, because he mentions, you know, YouTube, podcasts, etc. The thing is to just be authentic, you know? I mean, don't try and be anything that you're not. Mm-hmm. That is great advice. You know, because you're never going to be successful. Because, you know, so many kids go out there and they say, oh, I'm going to be this. I'm going to review that. I'm going to be like this. I'm going to be like Taylor Bybee. You know, no, don't be like Taylor Bybee. Be like yourself. Otherwise, you're never going to make it because Taylor's already there. He's being Taylor Bybee, you know. So, yes, you can probably come up with the same damn silly top 10 list or whatever it's everybody else comes up with. But if you're going to have any chance of making it, you've got to be yourself. That is super solid advice. And I hope anybody who's younger than any of us that's listening heeds that. Right. I mean, I just got a channel full of POVs, but that's what that was me. I I was looking for what I had and I could not find it. And you guys know this good and well because you've been around long enough. What I did with the POVs and no commentary or nothing else and just putting people in the front seat of a coaster. Nobody was doing that back then when I started doing this. You know, other people were doing similar things, but they had... They did those things I just mentioned. Well, I'd I'd argue that because of your channel, it kind of changed how coaster videos were made because like the, the standard format prior to like your channel's accessibility through YouTube, you know, was just like that music video style. Yeah. Where it'd be like cut up with like, here's us having fun in the park. Here's a couple seconds of POV. Here's some off-ride shots, you know. Yeah, well, like I said, all I wanted to do was put people into the front seat of the coaster and experience the coaster like I experienced it. So I never said a word. People are always like, why don't you scream? Why don't you know? You know, that's not what it's about. Because then I'm putting myself into the video. Now, that's just something I wanted to see. So if there's something out there that you have and you want to see, that's what you got to do. You know, that's being you. That's what I mean by being you. You don't have to be a personality. You know, you don't have to be a Taylor Bybee if you don't have the personality to be somebody like Taylor Bybee or the your own niche or anything else. You can do something like I do, but you just have to see it has to be something you see that 
is that that you would like to see more of you know that's it you know that's what it takes because you can't do what i do anymore that's the bad thing back in my day you could show up in them into the amusement park you could have a a, a medium-sized small youtube channel and you'd have your camera duct taped to your hand and they'd let you get on the rides and film you can't do that anymore so don't say i want to make a channel like coaster force because you're simply not going to be able to do it you can't as starting off, you can't get to the parks and mount your cameras on the coasters. You can't afford all the equipment that I have and Scott has. You know, it, it just can't be done. But if you see something that is missing that you can do, then it's gold. Then you, then you go for it. Then, you know, and just be yourself. Like I said, do whatever it is that you see needs to be done. That is probably the most solid advice that's ever been dropped on this podcast in terms of content creation. Uh, absolutely, a hundred percent. What Jerry said there. Yeah, well, um, well, that's what you guys are doing here with this podcast, hopefully. So, yeah, I mean, well, you you knew us back in the day, albeit you know we met briefly, but I don't think we've really strayed from that, despite you know, yeah, growing up a bit. Yep, and, that, and that's what's kind of fun about having what seems to be a younger demographic of people, because it's kind of like what would we have found interesting to listen to when we were younger and that's kind of like channeling that energy which is fun yeah that's kind of what we aim to do so you know and it's it's also great to reconnect with uh you know old friends and make some new friends doing this you know yeah well like i said i'm glad you guys hit me up because uh it's nice uh chatting with you guys again definitely no this is an absolute pleasure and um all right so uh we'll move on to our last segment and uh, to wrap things up around here, Jerry, we like to pay tribute to a dead ride. And seeing as you're our guest, we think it's best you pick. So what ride should we pay tribute to this week? Okay, and dead ride, you mean defunct. So... Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a coaster. Mm, yep. Any ride. Yep, that's uh, one of our most popular playlists. So enjoy that, guys. You can spend hours watching videos of dead rides on Coaster Force. Um, I have to say... Without a doubt, it's m- number five on my list for many, many, many years, and it's still probably in my top ten. Is the Wild Mouse at Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Oh man, that looked awesome! It is by far the best ride experience, one of the best ride experiences I've had in my life, single-handedly. And after that, every time I went to Blackpool, and I, I would ride it as, as absolutely as much as I could. Problem is, I was always with friends, so they would want to do other stuff. But every time I could sneak away when they were taking a break, I'd run over and I'd ride the wild mouse. Yeah, it looked great. And there's not a now. There's not too many operating. Yeah, I in think the, around the world there is one which is my on my bucket list now. I have new bucket list now that I did that coaster that we were talking about earlier. Well, my bucket list is kind of a two coaster thing. It's uh, the Luna Park in in Australia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The one in Sydney has the wooden wild. No, the one in Sydney has the scenic railroad, and the one in Melbourne has the wild mouse. Or is it the other way around? Anyway, two 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 of the coasters I want to die I, I, that are that are at the top of my bucket list, and one of them is a wooden wild mouse. But that's not uh, like the one in England. The one in England, of course, was all wood. The one in Australia is a hybrid wooden truck with steel supports. So not quite the same. And it doesn't have a, a crossbeam that will chop your head off if you don't duck. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the POV on Coaster Force. 
Wild Mouse at Blackpool Pedro Beach. And be sure to duck along with me as I was filming it. <laughs> it's like one of those old school coaster events where a room full of people has their arms up and is kind of turning with the banking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, great pick. Uh, that's a definitely a unique one, and we haven't had that one before, so thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad uh, I didn't pick someone somebody else I'd already picked. So. No, no. I mean, I always like hearing what people have because, you know, Dead Rides hold a, a place in all of our hearts. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, Big Bad Wolf, you know, things like that. That's our most common one. That's what I was saying. That's what I was just going to say. Everybody seems to have that one. So, but no, I have, I did love Big Bad Wolf, but there was just something about that, uh, that wild mouse at Blackpool that was, I really, really was crushed to see it go last year when they made the announcement. When, uh, when did it get taken out? Last you know? year. Yeah, oh, last, last year. Okay. Last year. Yeah. It was, it was gone. Like 2018 was the last year. Right. And they oh, didn't man. give any heads up or anything. They just, pulled it out overnight and everybody was pretty upset including me so oh man yep well, i you know that concerns me about um you know well, you know like, what we you know what replaced it no oh, no, no it? nothing yeah. nothing it's an empty spot oh no <laughs> yes it's an empty spot still in the park to this day <sighs> yep so even worse that's a kick in the teeth yep well hopefully like um parks like with dead rides hopefully uh you know all the pandemic stuff doesn't uh lead to dead rides like sudden ones you know ones that would kind of hurt especially in the u.s parks yeah well uh, you know yeah there was there was uh what was it last year we lost uh clementon park or whatever it is in new jersey right so yeah that's oh yeah that the Hell, hellcat it was gone you know so you know i expect to see more things like that happening we also lost the one on um and in uh in, in Wisconsin there by uh, Mount Olympia. Oh, yeah, Avalanche or whatever right. it's called now. Exactly. So that that was just dealing with, you know, economic downturn a bit, you know. So now wait to see what happens with this. I think we're going to see quite a few more. Huh. And and we're and we're leaving on a good note again. Yay. Hey. Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, no, to put it on an actual good note, go visit coaster force on youtube or you know what jerry why don't you get the plug in right here at the end oh yeah well yeah go please go visit coaster force on youtube but you guys do that anyway and we'd love you for it but uh come and visit us on in on the website and in the forums you know join in in a conversation uh see if you can learn something you didn't know before you know check out uh, the inversions page and see if you really do know the difference between you know uh uh zero g roll and a zero g stall you know so definitely and um i know ben ben i think you said that was like the first form you ever posted on and i know i registered an account there when we started this podcast to kind of not just to promote but to kind of just join the community a bit again like reacclimate. so i'll have to log back in and start posting a little more yeah i still see your old uh your old handle pop uh username pop up every now and then when somebody's quoting some stuff from the past so oh boy yeah oh no <laughs> yeah do, do you even remember I'll what have, it was <laughs> i'll have to go in there and find it and then just be like i don't know what that idiot was talking about <laughs> yep was i m force forever yes you were that yep that sounds about right yeah i, I will stand by that though millennium force 
number one still. Oh, oh you've got to be kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't start off the podcast with that. <laughs> well, you know what? We we are on your favorite coaster sucks. So if that's for the guest to say to me, <laughs> that's fine as well. I can take it. <laughs> I invite it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It took me, it took me years to change my favorite coaster. So yeah. You know, when you have like a specific attachment to a ride, it's hard to be like, you know, yeah, maybe other rides are like quote unquote better, but I still like this one the best. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right. It's time for me to do our annoying shit. Uh, please give us a five star rating or hit the like button or do whatever you can. However you can interact with the content. However you listen to it. Please do it. Um, subscribe, hit like, review. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a review. Tell us what your favorite Coaster Force video is. We'll read the best reply. Give us a follow on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. For whatever reason, we're over there. And you know what? I made us a Snapchat, so that's the thing we have now. I'm not really sure what I'm going to put on there, but you know what? Don't send dick pics. You can email us, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com, or text us or leave a voicemail at 312 572 9552. I started checking them again. We got a text. Thanks to that person that texted us. I texted them back. That was really dope. They said they, they had their mind blown by the podcast. I don't know how true that really is, but thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you, bro. Bro, I don't know who you are, but because you didn't say but thank you so much for supporting we appreciate it so yeah you can text us you can call us leave a voicemail there 312-572-9552 we will we will get back to you sorry I, we i am checking that shit now so if you text or hit the voicemail we will get it and i'll make sure we we either air, play the voicemail because we love those we'll play them on the show or i'll respond to your text it just might take a day or two so, that's uh, that's a thing you can do to get in touch with us. Um, we, of course, have a Discord server now. The link to that is, of course, as always, in the episode description. So, go ahead and join us there. It's a lot of fun. Ben and I are both on there. We got a lot of our fun uh, listeners. We talk a lot about a lot of different things. So, yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of fun over there. The easiest way to get a hold of us, by all means, is through our website... Uh, your favorite coaster sucks.com or of course rollercoasterpodcast.com suck at every other coaster podcast <laughs> but yeah we got we got that so it's easy to find us we are there now we want to thank our patreons our patrons it's it's confusing okay it's confusing terminology but we want to thank all of our patrons over on patreon these guys are the fucking best now before we uh get to our shouts because that's one of the things if you you know we we put out this show for free every week we're super proud of it and we're super happy to do it you know we love to do it we love to do it but if you get any kind of value out of it at all you know we'd ask uh that you know you might consider throwing us a buck a month that adds up to only 12 bucks a year not too bad you know if you think you get a dollar's worth of value out of this show in a month, maybe consider uh, kicking it in over on Patreon. You know, um, we got some cool shit for everyone who does kick us a bone or two. Um, we do bonus episodes. We got our monthly Zoom calls. That is for 
everybody, every level on our Patreon. We do a Zoom call. It lasts for hours. We do it every month. I think the last one for six or seven hours. It's a great time. You know, um, we, we schedule them with a time that works best for everybody. We get a lot of, uh, of our awesome Patreon folks in there. We have a great time. We have a couple drinks. We talk for a long time. It's great. It's great. I have such a great time doing them. So that's for every level of Patreon. And of course, also for every level on Patreon, we give you a shout out on the show. So we got to do that now. We're going to shout out to these fine people. And thank you all so, so, so much for your support. Uh, Thank you, Gabriel Ludwiski. Ludwiski, I'm sorry. I'm going to fuck up your names, too. Just as bad as Ben. Nathan Slater, Brian Lewis, Joshua Knight, Luann Lewis, Scott Levine, Mikey Mayo, Michael Muldoon, Tristan Cox, Dominic B., Stefan Feinberg, Daniel Puckett, Nathan Hart, Jonathan Hawkins, Jared Mullen, Brandon Carter, Ryan Shoemaker, and an extra special thank you to our executive producer, Logan N. Go check out his podcast, Prairie Coasting. And he's awesome, so special thanks to Logan. Um, So thanks so much for joining us, Jerry. Thank you for listening, and until next time... Your, your favorite, favorite ghost, ghost of